to Check Out This Guy, a podcast where we talk about our own guys, and it is my turn to talk about some guys. Uh, Finally, Morg <laughs> can deliver on us guys. I can deliver on to you some guys. <laughs> uh, I'll probably, <laughs> I feel like I have the, maybe I don't have the most amount of guys that I will, like, will end up talking about, but like statistically I have just... So many guys. Uh, anyway, I'm Morg. My pronouns are they, he. And I'm the guy giver today. <laughs> I'm Emery. My pronouns are they, she, he. And I guess that makes me one of the guy receivers. <laughs> Thank you for these guys. <laughs> I am Elvie. I am also a guy receiver. Uh, my pronouns are they, he, she. <laughs> I don't know why I said guy giver. Like that's no, no, it's fine. Um, I I am a guy receiver. Now. <laughs> this is not a thing I ever thought I'd be. My mom would be so proud if she knew. <laughs> um. So yeah, here I am going to talk about today. I've I've brought it up in the Discord because um. It's changed a lot. I, I was skimming through some old notes from like back in like 2019 that I've even done. Like this, this story has been kicking around my head for like at least four years, if not longer, um, off and on. And that's kind of crazy to think about because mm-hmm. holy shit. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll say what I, I said at the Discord, like, just like at first, um, sort of that it, it's it's about like us it about a space road trip kind of thing, where the three main characters uh, are kind of like in a small shitty ship together. That's you know like kind of like a like it would be a, a car on a car trip kind of thing, and they learn to grow like they learn and grow and eventually fall in love with each other because i wanted to make like um like a story with like polyamory because you know it's not as common and i was like oh what if i had a like a like a thruple kind of as the oh yeah oh yeah um we love a slow burden thruple it actually started off with four originally um, and I'll talk about the fourth one, but that's... Sorry, fourth guy, you don't make the cut. I guess uh, not. You fell off. <laughs> uh, you only had two hands to hold people. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, I'm just not, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. But, uh, the first one, so some of this is kind of, cr- like, silly, like, starting off because, um... A lot of the initial ideas for these characters came into play because I got really into uh, Pot of Greed. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Like, the podcast. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, okay, I guess I just accidentally sort of changed Yu-Gi-Oh characters into my characters. (laughs) Listen, I spent my entire episode talking about how I (laughs) essentially uh, fucking... Palette swapped some Sonic characters. Let's fucking I mean, there was, you know, more to it than that. Kind of like, uh, used some some archetypes as bases, but you know, some, sometimes that's what you fucking do. Sometimes it works great. 
Yeah, and I mean, they, they've changed since then, but, like, it started off with, like, th- it was also, like, partially inspired by, uh, but I'll just start with the first character. I feel like I'm a little all over the place, because I'm a little, but, um, the first one is Tenacity, or Ten for short, um, and my, in, on the Discord, I said, I originally pictured them being if Seto Kaiba was a tiefling. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, they sound like an absolute fucker. Yes. Oh, my God. But they turned more into if Chaz was a tiefling, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, they're like a slightly design. Yeah, they're like way more of like i'm insecure about things and i but i'm pretending i'm not then like like you know like i don't know i feel like Chaz is a lot more like fucking goofy about it if that does does then have it in them to be cheered on by a whole bunch of misfits who oh you know cling on (laughs) absolutely they they have to grow into it though, you know. Like early on, they they're like, no, absolutely not. But like later on, they would be cheered on by some. Is that I love him? You no, know, the thing about Manjome is that he works better as a protagonist than Kaiba does. Like, yes, you could. I think exactly. you could make an anime starring Manjome. You couldn't make one starring Kaiba because Kaiba will never have character. Exactly, He'll just get progressively more deranged and build more space stations. Exactly, he can only he get blow worse. Up island. He will cure himself by blowing up islands, but exactly. otherwise, he will not change. You know. Like, uh, they're they're kind of an asshole. Um, and they kind of stick being an asshole, even though they changed a lot from, you know, being Kaiba to not. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm 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 still like working on like what I don't want to just make tiefling aliens, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm also like. But tieflings are really cool, and this is set in space, so I don't know. <laughs> oh well, I guess I am. You know, um, so, you know, fucking, who's gonna stop you? Exactly. Um, and then <laughs> that was my number one: was to not copy tieflings whole class cloth and two figure out how to not make some or figure out how to make someone who is the kid of a ceo at all somehow redeemable in a story that is ideally not neolib as fuck so they might just end up being a rich kid instead of just straight up like the kid of a ceo but either way they're like and when i say kid they're like in their early 20s like they're not they're like a kid to me i guess (laughs) But <laughs> they grew up as a rich kid, I guess. Um, the second one um, is a character who I've changed the like name of, but I could not remember exactly what her name was. Um, I think it was I think it was Ryoku or something. But I just I kept calling her Kaida. I think that was her last name. Um, so I'm just gonna call her Kaida for now. Um, so she's the person who like shares her her body with something that's I kept comparing to a venom symbiote um except it's more like magic key than venom it's um uh you know it's more like it's like 
a lot of this also stemmed off of like D and D stuff. So like they started off as kind of being like a warlock, you know, where they share a body with their patron, but it became more of like an accidental thing. And like, you know, it also sounds a little bit like a Yugi Yami kind of thing, you know, where they're sharing a body. Like there's a lot going on there, but it's like, it's like a little demon guy that, um, I think I called them Patrista at trick for short, and I don't remember why, but that's fine. I'll just call them trick. <laughs> There's a lot of like, I don't remember why I named these characters certain things, but I'm still very like, I'm thinking about them a lot, but I'm also not like writing down everything about them now. So a lot of things have been lost to time. Like, where did this come from? I don't know. Yeah, once again, that is kind of like the thing with, you know, these, you know, stories that you have in your head for a while and then like never actually commit to writing because writing is very hard and time consuming. Um, yeah. Like, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, things definitely like shift around over time and, you know, sometimes they like develop more, like sometimes they kind of get left by the wayside and and degrade a little bit, you know. Yeah. So, and in a lot of ways, depending on how things turn out uh, in the story that I'm that's still up in the air, it could still end up being kind of a quad because there are two people and sharing a body here. Mm -hmm. Kind of. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it's complicated. Uh, my relationship is complicated on Facebook, but it's because one of them is inside of me. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> in a way he is also a guy receiver that's what I'm getting yes yes um Kaida's also ended up being the person who was like the character I had come out during the, the story as non-binary mm -hmm. they're all non-binary but Kaida's the only one that came out in the story as non-binary mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the other two were non-binary before the story <laughs> hell yeah um yeah, I think I forgot Nothing. to mention in 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 my episode. Just like all the characters are trans, I, you know, j just 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 a thing that I maybe should have mentioned in passing. I don't know. Maybe I did say it. I forget. Just assume if like Emery yeah. is the yeah. character, they're trans. I think I mean, at this probably point, if any if any of us make an OC. Unless Even specifically if stated that they're not trans, mm -hmm. you can safely assume. Exactly. Or if they're not trans, they're a trans metaphor, like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who's not who's not trans technically, but is a trans metaphor. Anyway, um, but uh, kind of kind of started off as like my Joey character, like they were like this boneheaded like dumbass and then became like i don't know something completely different the fucking venom holder mm -hmm. character so that's cool um but yeah there was a lot of like you know bickering between them and tenacity but um yeah tenacity uses they them pronouns kaida ends up using she and they um the my last of the three that i like that are 
ending up together or is uh oh uh sorry trick uses it and they uh kind of anything really they they don't really care they're like i'm not a person anyway i don't fucking <laughs> give a shit um yeah, just simply simply staring at gender and being like oh oh no thank you exactly exactly um gabe is i think i they use they he and she Mm -hmm. uh because gabe like go gabe goes by uh gabriel and gabriella and is just like yeah that's all works i don't fucking care (laughs) i love stuff (laughs) i love names Mm -hmm. um they are a <laughs> they were a character that originally i had uh leave a cult a sci-fi cult <laughs> even though i have no idea how to write an ex-cult member so i'm not 100% sure all that's going to stay in but part of the reason they left is you know, well, like, they became disillusioned, but, like, they also, like, were kind of scorned because they had powers over, like, plants. Mm-hmm. And, like, could, like, you know, communicate with plants and stuff. The plants are like, buddy, you gotta get out of there. Buddy, you gotta leave. This is not right for you. My dude, your family is crazy. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they all end up being together on a spaceship. The fourth character who I'm like, I think I was having a hard time figuring out how I wanted them to fit in. Um, and I think they might still be a side character in the future because I like the idea of them. Um, but they were a robot named Steph who was a robot that was built by tenacity's like family but like ended up like you know rebelling against that Mm -hmm. and being like their own person uh but uh and like i still kind of want them to stick around but i'm like i don't know if i want them you know i don't know i'm like sad because i'm like i want I I also was considering having them join up with, like, because Tenacity also has, uh, like, a sibling who is, like, a a lesbian trans woman who's kind of more just, like, chill than they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I had jokingly had been like, oh, yeah, she's, like, the girl, uh the not like other girls girl dating another girl the girl who is like other girls girl uh-huh, uh-huh. like like she's um she's like she's got like a gamer girlfriend or something you know <laughs> a uh, a classic alt trad pairing yeah 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 <laughs> again those are like background characters which is funny i'm coming up with background characters for a story i don't have fully uh-huh. fleshed out yet but um yeah I, i'm just kind of like thinking about them all the time and i'm like man what if what would get these two 
people together who were like childhood rivals. That's like a good thought to have. Is childhood rivals to friends to lovers is really nice. Yeah, <laughs> and you love it. Mm-hmm. And then, and like Gabe feels kind of like a balancing force. There is like kind of like a yo. <laughs> you cannot act like. You're like children's selves anymore. We are stuck on this fucking spaceship together. You better get your ship to- ship together. <laughs> I meant to say shit together, but get your ship together too. In this case, I guess. But um, yeah, you, yeah, you you need a guy to you know fucking you, you, you know if they're archetype if one of them is archetyped you know even a little bit off of Seto Kaiba then I feel like you need someone <laughs> to be like okay chill out a little hey man relax <laughs> just uh, dial it back a bit I I'm like a f- big fan of like Patrista the, the trick like they're like i kept comparing them to venom but they're more like they're like more like a snarky asshole that just like hangs around in kaida's head all the time and mm-hmm. it's just like yeah like, i think like that's i think that's venom that you just yeah described. Yeah. yeah yeah but they're not like i'm going to eat you i guess that's the only difference maybe <laughs> maybe they should threaten to eat eat people i don't know Maybe I'll change my mind. Just to spice it up a little. Um, But, like, you know, they start off as being, like, this thing that, like, kind of fights with a lot. And then they become, like, closer than ever, of course, you know. Um, And I'm like, wow, just like gender. Hell yeah. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, I also made... I also made them the one that comes out during the story. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... so, Like, what's the story that you had in mind for these characters? I know, like, you mentioned uh, it was a road trip story. So, like, where are they coming from? Where are they headed to? They, like, start off in, like, this little, like... Kind of... Uh, like space station outpost type thing like i haven't seen much of deep space nine but that's kind of what i was picturing where they like lived in a deep space nine kind of thing or like a maybe like a like a side like from gundam you know that sort of like Mm -hmm. this was made by people and they live there and they're working out of there and um i'm not sure why but they had to leave um, I think it's changed a lot why they had to leave. There were like a couple things like, you know, someone was corrupt in it or like something happened to the space station or like something like that. But like for some reason they had to leave and they had like a short amount of time and they kind of like, you know, like it, it starts off as being like stressful, but like turns more into a road trip, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, over time. It's very, like, like in some ways it has, like, a lot of, like, this is the start of a tabletop game that I could see happening, but, like, that was unintentional, but I think that just happened because of, like, a lot of my inspiration when I was first making it was based on, like, tieflings and warlocks and plant magic users that I guess would be, like, druids or something. (laughs) Space druids, you know. 
that old chestnut. Um, it, yeah, I think they were probably going to land. Like, I kind of wanted them to, like, go to a couple different planets. Like, I, I had, like, little short stories of them, like, stopping in various, like, little planets that have different atmospheres and different plant life and different, you know, stuff to interact with. Um, because I realized, uh, digging around a little bit, like, just before we started recording, so I didn't even get to read that much of it, um, I wrote parts of this as an attempt for doing like NaNoWriMo in 2019. Mm -hmm. NaNoWriMo sounds extremely intense. Like that is a lot of fucking writing to do in one month. I've never managed more than a day, even with planning beforehand. I did like 5,000 or something, like pretty like small amounts. In high school, I did win twice, though. Oh, hell yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did I do that? How the fuck did I do that? I cannot anymore do that. And that's okay. I I have a lot of issues with NaNoWriMo. I could go into a whole, like, rant about it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) I guess it does in the sense that a lot of my initial story beats, like, started as a NaNo. But I was just trying to force myself to write any of this and obviously i needed something to start it because i haven't written any like much since then yeah so it's a little bit like i have conflicted feelings about it i guess can we, yeah can we talk about for a second about just like how hard writing is <laughs> it's hard it's hard. really yeah, hard and, like i don't know just like Boy, November is like a feel. At least for me, feels like a particularly bad month for it because that's really when like the seasonal depression starts to kick in for me, and I just like don't have the energy to do like I don't know, even just like basic upkeep stuff, like dishes and shit. So it's like fucking trying to write a billion words on top of that. It just seems physically impossible. Also, just like. I don't know for I, I don't know if anyone else has this but like I write pretty infrequently just because like mm-hmm. uh, 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 I don't know I'm 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 not especially confident in my writing unless I have like unless it's an idea that is like banging against the walls of my skull just you know unless it is like such a strong idea that like i kind of have to get it out on paper i feel like you know if i'm not like if i'm not like feeling that like rush of enthusiasm then then i don't know then then the product doesn't come out as good and i don't really like feel confident enough in it to like keep going yeah i i think the the main motivator that I that that gets me to write is actually deadlines if I think back on my most productive days um it's when I set a challenge on my blog that people could send me three words and I would write a poem with it Mm -hmm. and then thinking back on stories that I've actually finished it was always for contests that I would enter Mm -hmm. I don't write if I don't feel any kind of pressure so I haven't written in a long time but I know that the moment there's gonna be an open stage or some free podium shit going on in town again that's when I'll write oh that I have new shit to bring on stage I've given up on the idea of ever publishing anything but I I do I, I am able to write if someone tells me 
it needs to be done by this date. Yeah, yeah, that's like... <laughs> I gotta homework it. I gotta make it an assignment. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's the idea behind doing it, is that there's, an, there's a deadline. No, that's too many deadlines. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely feel that as well, like... Uh, I guess, like, I guess, like, the last piece of, like, real deadline writing I did was, you know, for, um, was for Sonic Shuffle 69, uh, because, you know, that had a submission deadline that got moved back a couple weeks after I submitted. Yep. Um, but, yeah, like, I fucking banged out 4,500 words in three days, which is very impressive for me, and I, you know, yeah, that was one where I could kind of just sit down and write without any, like, you know, ideas already in my head, um... Uh, just, just kind, but also, you know, I, I, the, the intention of that story was to be very stream of conscious and just to be kind of like absurd and wild and, and manic, but yeah, I've, writing out stuff that needs to be planned is, uh, is a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's real. like, that was always my hardest thing was planning out stories, um, like even in high school even when i did nano like if i've looked back at one of those because i still had one of them and i do you know it's kind of hard to look back at your old writing um the further i get from it the easier it is to look back because then i'm like i'm not that person anymore i know like Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i'm sure some people feel the other way around about it but i'm very like ah that wasn't that's not me. No, I also I also need the distance between me and my words. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, I was like sixteen at most. You know, like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I I look with revulsion upon you know writing that I've done that is more than a few years old. You know, I I I don't like being reminded of the person that I was when I was less developed than I am now. It's, I was, like, I was, when I was skimming this stuff that I found, even that was, like, a little hard for me to, like, get through. Mm -hmm. Not just because I didn't have a lot of time, but also because I was, like, ooh, this is, this is probably how I would write now, and I don't like how it sounds, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very, like, it's very, like, oh, I definitely wrote this in it, like, without any edits, and, like, it shows. (laughs) Like... Uh, I it's, I do like it's, reading old stuff. I I feel like we should be kinder to the old stuff that we've written. I need to yeah, be probably kinder to old me. Um, they did their best, but you know what? She they were going to live calling themselves she her, um, and that was <laughs> how can we accept expect good writing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> from some yeah. Yeah, it's just funny because, like, I've done probably the most writing that I've done in a long time because of our tabletop games Mm -hmm. that I'm doing, like, with Emery and Spike, because I'm writing, like, side stories about characters or, like, thoughts that characters had in the middle of scenes since our sessions are kind of short. I'm like, I want them to kind of go through scenes and be like, how did you feel during this moment Mm -hmm. in time? Um, and that's like, this is the most I've written 
in a long time. Yeah. And like tabletop at, is like so good for for, sure. for writing cuz you know it it takes off some of the burden of like doing all the story yourself cuz you know you have different people interacting with it and like yeah, you know that that can like spark ideas that can you know like develop into side stories like I, I we'll we'll probably talk about it when I do my interstitial episode. But yeah, I did I did a, a fair number of like side stories for for you know just like stuff that was happening with the NPCs in the background. Um, and yeah, uh, also like just like I kind of learned to write just by like doing D and D campaigns and like you know writing down descriptions ahead of time. You know for for stuff that would come up in the session. I mean, nowadays I just improvise shit a lot more, but you know, and I kind of <laughs> feel like that has like influenced my writing style a lot. Like, yeah, the, the kind of the, uh, the, 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 the prose that I want to default to is more of like a, you know, present tense second person. And, and you know, I kind of have to uh, adjust from that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of my, like, side stories end up being second person, because a lot of yours and Patrick's and stuff, like, if you guys are writing stories, a lot of times you'll use you, um, either because... I feel like that's mainly Patrick, I don't remember one it's... I've, uh, done recently, although, I wait, think, yeah, yeah I no. think it is Patrick. <laughs> did, did I use second person for the, uh, dating sim section of, um... I of don't of matching wits. I think you might have. I might have. Uh, but like Patrick does it because it's it's very it's very it's very homestead. Yeah. But like, um, and that uh, for the most part I don't. If I'm writing like stories, stories and not like tabletop based stories, I don't really like writing in second person. But like I will occasionally. Mm -hmm. Um. But. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, like really like happy that I'm writing a lot more than I have been, um, but it also means that sometimes um, while I'm running a game, because I'm running a game now, mm -hmm. I would like to talk about that at some point on this podcast, but some of it's very spoilery, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, I would love to talk about Snake once we once we get further into the campaign and like have a little more development, you know? I have a whole backstory about, like, Tom, and I can't talk about it, and that's Oh, I want to know but... more about Tom! <laughs> uh, yeah, since it won't come up for a while, Tom is a, um, a surprise sibling that one of- that snakes- that- what? Holy shit. I'm gonna do that all <laughs> the time. I've done that, like, so many times where I've called Spike Snake. <laughs> And vice versa. And I'm like, Spike is a person. Snake is a fictional being. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Spike, our co-host Spike, has a character with a sibling that she didn't know about and no one else knows about because that's how this game works. Yeah, yeah. She kind of got mass amnesia out of exist, Or he, he kind of got mass amnesia out of existence, it seems. Yep, we love it. <laughs> I can't talk too much about him, but yeah, sorry. That's that's not about 
Uh, yeah, n- 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 but, uh, now that we've gone off on a huge tangent. <laughs> no, I think it's important because I was talking about like Nano and hell. If I- <laughs> there, there's going to be a day sometime in the future, embarrassing or not, that I will talk about my live journal oh that boy. I posted a uh, 2010 nano story to that is about werewolves and vampires that will come up in the future because I can't seem to help myself from embarrassing myself. <laughs> Great. Hell yeah. Um, so, so like this will be a theme, but yeah, no, this one was like barely a nano. It's just like, it's interesting. I had a folder that was like, 2019 nano i was like oh yeah i did part of this for that and i also did spindle wheel for the characters like oh yeah that'll be a thing because now i have the actual deck Mm -hmm. but and i've talked about that how i kind of wanted to like try to do some shit about that on the podcast maybe but i also have the spindle wheel cart so we could do something together yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool as hell but um yeah like i I don't know exactly where uh, Gabe, Ten, and Kata will go, because that was kind of my thing. Like, I didn't have plans for it. I was just like, they're growing close together because they're traveling together. Mm -hmm. It's very, like, what it came down to. And um, I... And they run into all kinds of stuff. And at some point, like, early on in the story, something happened to Kaida where she has a little demon living inside of her now that's not really evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> demon in the sense of, like, how they translate yokai, I guess, to demon. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, they could be either. I don't know. They're just living their own lives, but, you know, obviously there's something there, because it's like, well, they can only interact with the world through a person, and Kaida's not their first host, and there's a lot there with that. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, by far the oldest character, but they're also, like, very ambiguous, and they're, like... There's conflict there, because they're like, wow, am I actually a person now? Because I'm spending time with this fucking shonen protagonist <laughs> yeah we love Fuck. fucking developing developing an identity you know like unless we're kaiba then we hate that yeah i i i kind of feel like that resonates like kind of uh, you know for me as a trans ace person because you know a lot of that experience is just, like, kind of figuring yourself out from scratch, you know? Like, you don't really just see enough people like you out in the world, you know, that you you, you kind of just have to make it up as you go. And it mm-hmm. is, like, you know, so helpful to your, like, own development and sense of identity to have like you know other trans people and 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 other ace people that you can you know uh yeah i don't really have a word for it but yeah you you get what i mean yeah share experiences with that's something too um that i was having a hard time with like the robot because i was like i don't want them 
they were coming across as like arrow ace and mm-hmm. like, i had this hard time with being like okay i don't want to make the robot the arrow ace yeah. character i want a actual person being arrow ace or arrow or a like separately like i was like i don't want to you know it's one thing if i'm like a trans if i'm non-binary and i make a non-binary robot i feel a lot more okay with doing that Mm -hmm. than doing that with like arrow and ace people as someone who is not identifying my more or less not identifying as arrow ace uh I'd, I'd, i'd say like like my advice for that like my personal take and you know i'm not like fucking speaking for for everyone who has an opinion on ace representation obviously but like I, i'm fine with an arrow ace robot i like it if you but you yeah. know if you want to like kind of avoid the shitty trope of like you know marginalized character like being associated with like non-humanity you know then you know you can have ace robot but then also just like have an ace human or 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 tiefling or or whatever like the you know the 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 sort of more um yeah the more standard uh inhabitants of the universe you know yeah, yeah, that was my thought. Um, I think there were other reasons I didn't want to like necessarily stick with them. Um, also, but um, that was part of it. I was like, I don't know, I don't want them to just be like excluded because yeah. I did like very purposely like go into this story. Well, I went into the story just like writing characters, and then after a little bit, I was like, oh, I want them all to end up together because I don't see a lot of like polyamory stories Mm -hmm. that are like sci you know like yeah and maybe a little bit more sci-fi just because it's like oh it's the future so like gender and sexuality is more okay or whatever but like Mm -hmm. you still see it a lot less like you still don't see a ton of like polyam relationships in like star trek like Mm -hmm. they you know like (laughs) It's, I get what you mean, because uh, I read, actually recently, and by recently I mean in the last six months, read a book, and it had three people who were interested in each other. It was like, oh, wow, they would make such a good polyamorous couple. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would sure be convenient. Um, and I gaslighted myself <laughs> into thinking that wasn't what was going on, I because it was you. very much canon. It was canon, there were trouble. That's that was the end game of the Hell book. Hell yeah! Good. And I was so not ready for that. I was super excited, but like, yeah, it's so uncommon that sometimes I I forget that it's an actual option. That sometimes people do write that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always like a lot of indie care creators that do that kind of stuff. But I guess I would be considered that if I ever actually published this. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. And like, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying, like, yeah, like that does sound really challenging. Like the idea of like, you know, including an arrow ace character in like a very romance focused story and like also have, you know, having them also like feel like part of the in group, you know? And yeah, I, 
yeah if if you know if you're not abandoning like the concept of the 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 character entirely like like i guess my advice for that is just like have them have like at least like one really close like friendship that can still sort of like you know stand on the level of of the more you know romantic relationships you know yeah they they were gonna have like a like a queer platonic relationship yeah absolutely um, yeah with kaida actually like that was kind of how I was gonna, but yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, like various reasons why I was like, but I, I want them to like stick around maybe as like a side character or like a character that maybe is in a relationship with someone else or like whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's yeah, I I I I want. I was kind of going into this being like I, this is a like kind of sci fi adventure, but it's kind of also like got romance elements without them necessarily like i don't want it like if it's like classified as like this is a romance book like that can have a whole different like set of issues that i don't necessarily want to deal with either mm-hmm. but I, w- I do want it to be like oh they're together that's the end game kind of thing <laughs> yeah but um yeah, there's obviously a ton up in the air with this story. It's there's a lot going on in this story. Mm-hmm. Um I've definitely had a lot of feelings about like what if I like narrowed some of this stuff down, but like there's things I don't want to necessarily get rid of if I am narrowing down some of the ideas. Like I'm kind of attached to certain things. Yeah that I would feel sad about giving up. Like, I would feel sad if I, like, cut out Trick, the the demon guy, because I was like, oh, I want, maybe if I wanted it to be more focused on the three, but I'm like, I'm really attached to them. Could they be part of this? I mean, people ship Venom and Eddie Brock for a reason, like... (laughs) (laughs) You know, like... But, I don't know. There's there's a lot like where I'm like, what would they use these powers for? What would it, you know, would I want any sort of like actual action fighting, or is that more just like they have these powers but do other things with them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then Gabe with their like plant powers and their cult background, like that's kind of crazy. Like, do I want to keep? both parts do i not you know yeah there's but i'm just like yeah i want i want tenacity around as a tiefling and i want tieflings to be like a lot of them call themselves with ideal names that's how tenacity came about you know they're named after things like tenacity and hope and uh fucking i don't know ideals yeah. like you kind of see that as a possible like as a an example for like what tieflings call themselves and stuff um but it's really funny because tenacity did not start off as being a tiefling they started off because i was listening too much of 10 speed uh-huh. <laughs> by coyote and cambria who is a demon bicycle <laughs> great 
And so I was like, I kind of separated that out. If anything, Patrice does more like the demon bicycle, I guess. <laughs> but not really, even, that's not even true, but it, like, they're still closer, whereas, like, Tenacity is just, like, a dude, but who happens to also be, like, non human. <laughs> And I just kept picturing them in, like, a dress with a tail sticking out, and it was very cute. Hell yeah. So, mm -hmm. Like, in some, You're like, correct. I think, yeah, like, sometimes, I think they, they, I, I pictured them a lot in, like, like, if they're wearing, like, business stuff, it's, like, like a blazer, like, the more, like, masculine top, but, like, wear, like, feminine bottom, because it's just easier for, like, their tail sticking out, mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. to be wearing a Hell dress yeah. or something. And I'm just like, I kind of love them, and I keep thinking about them, and Aww. I'm like, wow. I want, I want, I want them to be an asshole and not, like, become less of an asshole and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> we love character development. Uh, so... I have an uh, I have an idea that's kind of been floating around in my head for for like half the episode. So <laughs> yeah, sure. let me run this by you. So I you know at some point I want to do uh, you know I mean I promised that at some point I would do uh, part two of Gray Pollen, and you know the the thing with the first episode is you know. I kind of felt like it was hard to talk about, like, a story that I hadn't, like, fully written yet. Um, so yeah. kind of before I, I, I want to go back to part two, I want to, like, actually, like, commit to, like, finishing the script. Because, you know, I, I, I know where I want it to start and I know where I want it to end. And, you know, like... Yeah, That's impressive. I, yeah. Before, before, <laughs> yeah, it is impressive. Before I, you know, before I like really bring that back, I kind of want to have like something to show, so like I can, I can like give it to all of you, and like you know, so you can form like actual takes about it when we, you know, discuss it on the episode. So, um, yeah. So if you like want some extra motivation to 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 like actually commit this story to paper like we could maybe we could maybe just like uh soft schedule the idea of like having you know a a part two to your thing and you know like when you're feeling like you have maybe like a month or two to to actually commit to writing then we can like put a deadline on that and be like okay here's when we're gonna record uh part two episode for morgue and then you can like come back to this like if if you know when things are like fleshed out more and 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 you know committed to paper i kind of like that like at least in theory like i'm not sure like how far in the future that'll yeah again like uh going back to fucking nanowrimo i i feel like you know i wouldn't want to like fucking force anyone to just like sit in a chair and write when they're not like you know don't have like the time and energy to commit to it so like yeah like when you think would be a good time for you we can we can we can you know sort of set like a a, a soft you know soft deadline for it you know yeah definitely i think that i think that makes sense like especially because like um, you know, we both have like plenty of other guys to talk about mm -hmm. and uh we've already started having people rolling in with like 
wanting to present yeah they're their guys yeah we have plenty we have plenty of content where we can like come back to this in the future yeah so many people have like expressed interest in guesting and like wow thank you so much for 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 your interest yeah yeah i think yeah i think we are gonna open up guest signups real soon and yeah there's a lot of people who want in so we're gonna have to figure out how to set that up Editor's note, we have opened guest signups, and we have figured uh, out how we're going to uh, collect collect those submissions. So go to the Check Out This Guy Discord, and you will find a pinned Google form in the general chat that you can submit to us to express your interest in uh coming on and telling us about guys yeah that'll be interesting um especially because like we also want to be on it and like we also can't all four of us and a guest be on it Mm -hmm. so it'll be very interesting to figure out like how that's gonna go but it's like yeah we can always listen to it later but Mm -hmm. yeah that'll be interesting we're gonna have to plan things we're gonna have to play some like rock paper scissors about <laughs> who goes on the podcast. No, <laughs> I want to. I want to try. Yeah, I want to commit to like the three person limit as much as possible because editing four yeah. person episodes take a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that's probably as good a place as any to like stop because like yeah. a lot of my other stuff is just like long stories about like long not stories like long things that i've planned out that were based on like the spindle wheel game or like are like short stories based on like prompts that Mm -hmm. like i haven't really had a chance to like read through and see if any of it's like worth talking about so um yeah i just i care a lot about ten kaida and gabe and i i hope at some point i can write something more about them yeah (laughs) Hell yeah. I also hope you write more about them. My gay babies. <laughs> Alright, so do we do we want to jump to our plugs? Talking, I don't know. Uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morgue on Tumblr and Twitter. You can find me at Gengar on Co-host. Uh, you can find me on my other podcasts, uh, The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, and it's back now. We're back. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you um, just published the uh, three-year anniversary episode where I was on, and guess what? We all made up guys live on air, and I love oh, my yeah. little guy of Pineapple the Squirrel. Yeah. The Nightmare um, Beast. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. And my, like, edgy, dark, pulse-using deer whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> name tank um and my other podcast uh four four three zero zero watch podcast uh that's it for me right um i have uh a twitter which is at eruviru and um i think that's the main one really 
All right, I'm Emery. I'm on for Affinity with the username Space Robot. I got my gallery there with a lot of the guys that I've made up and drawn. Uh, so you can you can check that out if you want uh, some guys of your own with a uh, with with you know to have artwork to their name. Then you can contact me about a commission. Uh, hit me up on Discord or spacerobotart at gmail.com. Uh, I only charge 25 bucks for a full body uh, flat color portrait, so I think that's pretty affordable. Uh, you don't even need to have like a ref sheet or anything. Just tell me what the dang guy looks like and I'll come up with something. I feel like um, that's actually great. Because, like, half the art of our podcast art is probably your yeah. art. And yeah, so I think it's like, I think it's like fucking 12 out of the 20 portraits or something. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> if you want an example of kind of what some of their art looks like, it's on there. Yeah, just, yeah, just hold your clone phone real close to your, to your eyes. <laughs> you can look at it on a computer. <laughs> I mean, you could. Resume in on a phone. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Listen. Uh, yeah, I'm also on a podcast called We Rate Queerbait, where we explore the blurry line between homie and homo. I'm also on an upcoming audio drama pilot. Details on which should be forthcoming. Uh, so, my, this, this podcast has a Discord server where we're doing all sorts of funny stuff. I do art streams on Friday. I, you know, we do, uh, Toku Satsu Mondays where we watch Kamen Rider Double and Garo. Uh, pretty fun place. Fun, fun little server, you know, not so busy that you're getting like overwhelmed with, 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 you know, new messages all the time. It's, you know, it's 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 kind of quiet, but you know, we still have some good discussion there. Um, we also have social media for this show, right? We do. We we got a co-host. We got a Tumblr. Both are yeah. check out this guy, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, they are. Check out this guy. Check out this guy. Tumblr. Com or co-host. Org slash check out this guy. Um, they have. Uh, I, I actually posted the noise space link on them now, so... And the Discord! Hell yeah. So maybe we'll be getting more people. I don't know. Speaking of noise space, this podcast is part of the noisespace.xyz network. You can go to noisespace.xyz and check out all sorts of neat shows there. And yeah. We... Morg, want to make up an outro for this episode? <laughs> Not really. Um, <laughs> we checked out some guys, and now we can check out your guys. No, um, guys. We checked have out been some guys. Out. We saw them with our eyes. Uh, I checked out some guys at the grocery store today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that could mean multiple things because it could be like I checked them out with my eyes. Or, like, you know, like, you're like, I don't want to check out that guy. Yeah. Or it could be like, oh, I'm checking them out at the cash register, which is actually what I meant. I, like, scanned them into the fucking, into my little grocery bag, and I'm taking them home with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Did the guys come in, you know, a package with a barcode or did, you know, did you have to like weigh them on the little produce scale? Um, and, you know, put in, you know, put in the little number on the, the sticker. Number, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I had to put a number in most of them. They didn't want to wear a barcode on their ass. <laughs> Bizarre. Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> right. I don't really want a sticker of a barcode, like, on my face to be scanned. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a, like a bad idea. I feel like, because th there could be something like hotels, like you checked into the, checked into the OC hotel. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and we're checking out of the OC hotel now. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, checkout time is right now o'clock. <laughs> we'll come up with something eventually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, make Maybe. sure. Yeah, make sure you didn't leave your phone charger in the room. I had a visual of like the the cleaning crew just being like, "Check out time is now," and throwing all my stuff out of the window. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, oh no, my OCs. <laughs> check out this guy. You can check out, but you can never leave. Great. <laughs> still working on it. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.